What is going on, guys? Hey, it's Anthony here, the Culture Jack Podcast. It's Monday Madness time, and we've got my co-host, the man with the plan. I love it when uh, I love it when I'm introduced on your show. Uh, it makes me feel like I'm a person of great import. <laughs> it's me, Dustin. Everyone, in case you were curious, not Archimedes, not that asshole Archimedes. <laughs> Someone said we sound pretty similar. No, you and Archimedes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't tell. That's, yeah, a, very, that's a very odd It is very odd comment. because like, we're completely different yeah. and different people, Yeah, to be sure. Crazy, crazy. Hey, so today we're going to go into the world of speculation. We're going to talk Shang-Chi. We're going to talk Eternals. And whatever else, whatever else we want to dive into. The Peacemaker show on HBO. Where's that gonna go? We haven't Spider Man Suicide Squad. No, we haven't. I mean, we can, you you did the you did an OTE yeah, on it, but, but we haven't talked about it proper. I mean no. we talked about it on the phone, but not on the podcast. We haven't talked about a lot of things on the podcast. We talked about it on the phone. <laughs> that's that's right. But that's we can a recap. We <laughs> we can definitely dive into Suicide Squad and where it goes. But today that that's gonna be the show, guys. We're gonna just talk our specs and thoughts on uh, some of the past IPs moving into the future. This fall should be a fairly promising. God, I hope so. World for entertainment. It doesn't fall off. Absolutely. I'm very nervous. So let's, let's start with suicide squad though, because it's already been out. I talked about it. I mean, that was kind of my, my, my I love the suicide squad. There were a couple parts that were kind of slow for me. Uh, spoilers for the Suicide Squad. If you haven't watched the, the Suicide Squad, James Gunn's uh, new version, the it's like a reboot sequel. It's like the reboot cool. Um, and I, I actually heard that they intentionally did not bring Deadshot back um, in case in a future iteration, Will Smith did want to return to the franchise. Um and then that's why uh, Idris Elba as Bloodsport became like de facto leader of the Suicide Squad. No, I liked it a lot. Uh, I, I really liked the villain, Starro, yeah. because, <laughs> you, you know, all too often in in these comic book movies, in these superhero movies, the villains are just kind of like duplicates they're just kind of like mirror images of the hero and and they're getting away from that more and more but there are such like big bombastic characters in the comic books that you know they really need to showcase more of and i think star was a perfect example of that i liked uh that everyone seemed expendable even the characters that you were pretty sure weren't gonna die like you know harley quinn margot robbie uh idris elba um, the, you, they felt like they were at risk and I like that. I like that there being that tension there that's, as well. That's due to the opening, <laughs> the opening scene oh of that movie. Oh my God. Has that, I, I can't recall that ever being done in any movie where you had pretty big name guys right. out of the gate, just get killed. Right. And, and I mean, like killed and they were done. I mean, yes, you got a, a sequence shortly thereafter where that was building the it's team. It's a little flashback, yeah. But it was not significant. No, it, <laughs> well, it was funny because you think, wow, you know, Pete, Pete Davison, you got, what is he, King of Staten Island or whatever the, the yeah, hell that huge, was? Yeah, huge comedian right now. Like, huge. 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 He's great on SNL. Uh, and you've got him in your movie to to kill him off within the first five minutes. I love the way they, they made Savant feel so important too. Yeah. Not, not, not Blackguard, not Davidson's character, but Savant. Yeah. That like starting the movie with him. Uh, what's that guy's name? I can never remember his freaking, uh, I can't remember his name. He's in uh Rooker. Is it Michael Rooker? Michael Rooker is right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So he, uh, Oh yeah. Well, the opening sequence is him bouncing the yeah, ball. It's all him. You and know, you're like, like, Oh shit. He's going to be Billy badass. He's, he's the guy in this one. And not only did he die, not only did they kill him off, but they killed him off as a coward. Like he ran and oh, then his head exploded. At, at first, at first whim, he ran. He, he I don't want to do this. And he's like swimming away from the fight. I thought he was going to go rescue Weasel. I thought he was yeah. going to like CPR Weasel back to life. But 
Nope. They, uh, they killed him. We, off the right weasel there. scene was also incredible. Hey, did anybody check to see if weasel can swim? <laughs> that was the funniest shit ever. They're like, Nope. <laughs> I heard, I heard some other uh, folks talking about this, but one of the, one of the, the big draws, uh, Amanda Waller's character, not Amanda's wall, a Waller's character, Amanda Waller, Waller, the character, uh, she's a badass in this one as well, but the operation seemed more and more like, <laughs> uh, a bunch of, a bunch of, uh, rejects in like a corporate setting where, you know, you were supposed to do this. Yeah. I was supposed to do, we were supposed to have a meeting about this, but we didn't, or we had a meeting, but it wasn't productive. And no one checked to see that weasel could swim. No one checked to see that uh blood sport had a fear of rats before we right. put her oh, on, on the right. team with, with the rat, rat catcher. catcher yeah. Uh, and, and so I, I think it's, it's very funny and it just seemed like very much, it seemed a lot more like low key yeah. than David Ayer's suicide squad, a lot more um, kind of ragtag, like the group should feel, I think. Uh, yeah, 100% agreed. I mean, these are these are dispose this is a disposable squad, yeah. right? While Suicide Squad yes captures it, but really they're disposable. Like, we're going to throw these guys together and we hope they do the mission. <laughs> like, if they don't do the mission, we don't give a fuck, right? What it, about the scene where Bloodsport and Peacemaker were like having the stare down competition while they It was like walking the runway against each other is what it reminded me. It was it was incredible though. I mean, again, fucking James Gunn killed it with uh, that. And then and then to end the the chaos that those two did to that poor little village you know you've got rick flag sitting there with the, uh, <laughs> the rebel, rebel leader, leader yeah. yeah and they're like why why, why why are you drinking coffee i thought you were in prison no these guys saved me hey why didn't my people notify me that you guys were here uh we didn't see anybody and they killed the whole fucking village which which <laughs> the did, whole did, rebel force yeah it's just so like that, that to me was like, it's so funny because you had these two knuckleheads outside essentially showing up each other. Well, they're very competent, both of them, obviously, yeah. like, cause the rebel force didn't know about these guys, didn't know that these right. were the guys. Um, so like they would have fought back if they had a chance, Yeah, but they didn't have a chance. The one where he's staring down freaking blood sport and he's got the hatchet and he just hatchets the guy over and over on the bed as he's walking by. It's like, Jesus, but it was genius. That wasn't, it It was so good. It was well in, in the way that the cameras were done, the angles they did, they did like, uh, they had to have had like floating dollies and shit the way they were moving them because sequentially. Uh, the way the scene was set up, it was just beautiful because they were moving with both guys telling the story of uh-huh. I'm better than you. I'm better than you. I'm, you know, and you did have a little sequence of, uh, of uh, King shark in there for a second where he grabbed a person or what have you, but it definitely didn't right. break he the ate scene. The dude yeah. Whole, yeah. It definitely basically. didn't break the scene there, but um, both incredible characters. I, I can't believe how well it all played together. I mean, this, the scene in the woods where he, he talks about uh, the the rat phobia and he's like, why are you in whitey tighties? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which was like perfect. Right. When Peacemaker came yeah. Yeah. He's like, what are you doing? And then, and then that whole scene got kicked off because King shark was going to eat rat catcher yeah, yeah, yeah. because they weren't, they weren't friends ultimately at the end. Well, they, yeah, they didn't know each other yet. Yeah. And he was just going to eat her like, this is what i do what was your okay so obviously you know the 2016 suicide squad was built up of like star-studded uh actors and like really really popular characters. oh they killed off oh we uh or go ahead and then i'll, I'll make a comment you, you know like like uh you had the um the croc um you had uh well i guess captain boomerang is not really a a-list uh character no um but Harley Quinn and Deadshot. Um, and this one had like a lot of like C-list characters. Which was the point. Which like, was yeah, the point. Yeah. yeah. They're like Javelin. Backback catalog yeah, stuff. Yeah. Um, Polka dot man. So among among those, and we'll say just among those that died, who was your favorite character? Like favorite throwaway character that James Gunn that was they, like, I want this deep cut in this movie, but he's going to die or she's going to die. Oh, that's a good question. Oh, pride probably polka dot man yeah because he lasted the longest because I'd, I'd love to say pete davidson because i love pete davidson uh-huh. but i was like you didn't get anything 
Like you got nothing. You got him jumping over the bank saying, Hey guys, I'm the one that told you where they were. They're all here. And then he gets his face blocked. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, And it goes the same for uh Savon. I mean, like you didn't see anything that that guy could do other than he can save a big fucking rat. He can, well, he can throw a and, ball against or and kill a bird and shit. Them. Yep. He can oh, kill that was really cool too. And you saw the bird and did the ricochet. Yeah. I mean, so what about Flula Borg as Javelin? Yeah, that was no, <laughs> not what about, Javelin. What about uh, the, the detachable kid? TDK. That's actually, that was actually made for the show. That's not a real character, but it's not a real character. No, no. Oh. James Gunn created no, that character. It, well, it is a character. I don't think it's, so, dude. Okay. I don't have my phone again. Lucky, but lucky. Yeah. I don't think it was a character. Cause I saw an inter- a recent interview a couple of days ago with that actor. And, uh, when the interviewer was joking with him, like how, how did you and James Gunn came up, come up with this? And he's like, well, let me tell you, well, I appreciate all of the, uh, the, uh, observation and accolades from creating this character. Let me tell you how it went. James Gunn. Hey, I've got this character. His name's the detachable man. We're making him up. He's going to be silly. He's going to do this. And he says, okay, I'll do it. And that's our collaboration. And that was my efforts. And I will take all the, <laughs> I will <laughs> the take credit. it. That's right. And he's like, that's all it was. That's uh, that's what it was. So um, no. Yeah. For me, it would be, it would be polka dot man. I like how they told polka dot man story. Cause I was Dude. like, how are they going to do this? Cause he had the swelling polka dots. Uh-huh. And I'm like, ah, oh. but as it unfolded, I was like, Dude, this is, fucking pretty cool uh-huh. because you don't like, I didn't really care. And I'm like, what can this do? I also like that they made him kind of powerful. Right. Cause that was my other concern. It's like, don't, don't have a main character be overly silly to where they're ineffective. Right. Because then it's like, you're just dragging them along for no purpose. Dude. King shark was about indestructible. Uh, that was speaking, cool to discover. That was like after he fell out of the building and the little jellyfish creatures like attacked him and he, he got looked like he got hurt by that, but then he got shot up by that whole army and he was basically unscathed and he's out there just eating people. <laughs> like, yep. And then Starro slammed him into the, into the walls too. And that's, that's right. What, yeah, that's right. Man. Starro made me sad. Yeah. I loved it though. I loved what I liked about that. And, and you were touching on this in the beginning where it's a different type of enemy. And it was because really he wasn't an, enemy poor per se. He's not like a, a evil guy in a tower or right. fucking trying to rule the world. Now the other people wanted to figure out how to utilize him, sure. but they couldn't figure it out. He just kept taking control of these people with the little mini starfish yep. with the eyes. And um, I, I like that story. And I also, the thing that made me feel, um, I guess, appreciative toward James Gunn's storytelling in this was the real fight scene happened before Starro. And that is where the team unfolded, where Rick Flagg gets killed by Peacemaker. Right. Right. Which was actually, that was another huge that was a, death that was too. A good, good. You're a uh, fucking nobody or whatever he said to him. Right. Well, and like, what a, what a great development. If you're taking a franchise that, that was kind of critically panned and you're, you're bringing back characters from it, like Harley Quinn and Rick Flagg and, you you want to reboot the series, but at the same time, you've got the the leader from the old uh, team to show up. Yeah, I mean, it was like a kind of an obvious choice, but like a really good one and a really thematically satisfying one to have Peacemaker, you know, take out the old guard. And he did. And it wasn't a bullet. The, the thing I appreciated about that sequence, too, it wasn't like this long, drawn out bullshit thing. Right. Because that's the thing with some of these superhero movies, in my opinion, it's like sometimes it's like. I love the fight scenes, especially the big with a lot of people. But when it's the one-on-one with the guy and it's like, how many fucking buildings are you going to go through, bro? Like, are we going to go in the sky? Are we going to go? And like that one, I didn't feel was that. It was like, no, these, this, I viewed it as these are two dudes fighting and dude got the upper hand, grabbed that thing and shoved it right into his fucking heart. Dude, and then the tension, the, the drama with rat catcher f- crawling out of the rubble yep. right at that moment to see them. Yep. Like that was a good moment. Yep. And good dialogue. There was, a, yeah. there was a, like the dialogue of like, Oh, is he going to just take the disc and go? And she's like, no, you don't have to kill me. He's like, I'm, I'm good at what I do. I don't leave anybody behind and in the sense that I'm going to fucking kill you. It's a Patriot right there. Right. Right. And then we have, which is funny because that, that sequence happens. And then you have the Harley Quinn 
polka dot man and uh, Idris Elba blood sport and above uh-huh. doing the fuckery that they're doing, trying to get off the top of the, or they were jumping off of the collapsing part of the building. Right. And then the sequence, I thought it was the funniest sequence ever when Idris Elba's character lands on the thing and he keeps falling. It was like, that also, I've never seen that before. It's it like, really good. <laughs> all the way down to the bottom and he sees it. And then another moment where it was like, again, it wasn't this drawn out, like Kung Fu fighting. It didn't need it. Right. It was okay. Who shoots first? They both shot at the same time. And then he quotes, dude, where I have a smaller bullet bullet. and it went through his hollow point and, uh, and got him in the neck or whatever. But yeah, that was badass. So yeah, what a great fucking movie. Anyways, we got we got shit to spec on, man. We're gonna just <laughs> this is the Suicide Squad. Hey, I'm, I'm happy too. talking about this. Before we get off the Suicide Squad, though, um, I I don't I haven't seen or, or looked at like numbers because you know um, box office has been really screwy right now, and especially with the release on HBO Max simultaneously to the theater release, uh, if the internet pundits are to be believed like exclusively. That is a problem. Why it is not, these movies aren't doing very well in the box office. And I, I can't say, you know, I haven't seen suicide squad second or, or third week to, to say definitively, but are you feeling like we're going to be getting a, a, the suicide squad part two? You feel like we're going to uh, like James Gunn is going to continue on and I mean, I'm sure DC's got a huge back catalog of characters to for James Gunn to kill. But do you think we're going to get a, the Suicide Squad too? Think he's going to continue that? Yeah, I think it's definitely possible. I think if they were smart, they would. I w- what I think they could and should do is they've got the Peacemaker show cut and and ready to drop. Smart move. Um, we'll see where that goes. I also think that they should do, I, I think they should do a blood sport movie or show actually do a show. Um, I don't know what you, what they want to do with Margaret Robbie. I, I'm starting to feel like Margaret Robbie is just kind of lingering. She's just because, passionate that. that yeah. Cause paycheck, man. like, you know, she did birds of prey. I guess that did pretty good. She's done. She's been in a, a handful of movies at this point and it's like, okay, so, are we going to just keep doing it? I mean, if it's making money and people like it, then I guess keep, keep doing it. Maybe do a TV show with right. Margaret Robbie or, or someone else and have her as like the secondary character or what have you. Yeah. Um, and those are the only survivors of the, Oh no, uh, you got a uh, King shark too. do a King shark show. That would be great. I could, I'd watch a King shark show. Yeah. And, and throw some of that stuff in. And so I would say run that out a little bit, have some stories told, within there, see who comes in as new characters and then revamp another suicide squad with whatever characters are left and whatever new characters are there just to do a mission, because that's the good part about the suicide squad. It's not complicated, right? It isn't, it isn't fantastic for like, no, our obligation is here and we've got this tower. It's not the Avengers. It's like, no, these jackasses made it this long and now they're going to be put into a circumstance or situation that may be unsurvivable. That may be unsurvivable, and it's because of X, Y, or Z. So I think they, they could definitely do that. And I think they should because they, they have to continue building the DC universe, man. And I feel like something like that would only be good for them. So uh, something about the um, the cameo by Taika Waititi. He was, in, he was the rat catcher, mm-hmm. right? He's the father of rat mm-hmm. catcher, too. Um, I was just thinking... You know, James Gunn, he's talked about, you know, you need to be able to innovate within a superhero movie because otherwise these things are cookie cutter and they're not they're not fun to do. Uh, If James Gunn wasn't coming back for a The Suicide Squad 2, do you think uh, you think Taika Waititi could pick up the mantle and do a The Suicide Squad 2? Yeah, because the story would have changed by then. I think so. Like, if, especially if he like picked aesthetically, up, though. Yeah, I I, I think so, dude. I, I think so. Like, if he, it, so what I would envision is this: James Gunn did the Peacemaker show. Actually, he did. There's eight episodes. I think he did six of the episodes. Right, and I then the other too. two were done by uh, some of the some of the other cast. Some or, other or, Joker. Uh, some yeah. So, anyways, if he came in and did like the uh, King shark show 
because I think he would kill. He would. Taika Waititi would, yeah. would kill in a King Shark show. Let him do that. And then, you know, if Gunn's back or not, have Gunn be a producer of, of it and let, let Taika, because Taika's stuff at Marvel, he's got Thor Love and Thunder going. Thor Ragnarok was his. Thor Ragnarok was his. And I thought he had something else. No, but, that's all he's got. Um, I think. I mean, he's Korg, of course. Yeah. So he was in Thor Ragnarok, but also uh, Endgame. Endgame, yep. So, well, we'll see. I mean, I don't know how far he goes in uh, or continues in the uh, the MCU. But, yeah, I, I definitely think he would be a good a good option Cause if were, James Gunn. There could, were people that were like, hey, you need to – Tycho needs to take over uh, Guardians of the Galaxy when James Gunn was, of course, you know, under fire for his right. offensive uh, tweets from the past. Uh, they were like, okay, well – if James Gunn can't do it, give it to Taika. Yeah. And then, of course, Taika was like, no, I don't need that. Come on. Because he knew that Gunn was coming back. Um, and they all kept that really close to the chest. Yeah. And he's got his own shit going on, too. The dude's acting. He's in several. He's in he's several. Jojo's things. rabbit or whatever. Yeah. He's got so much different shit going on. It's okay. All right. Suicide Squad. One more thing. I know I have one more thing <laughs> already, but I'm going to one more thing you again. Uh, the polka dot. Polka dot man's mother. What do you think about that? The sequence that. <laughs> no, I think it was good. It was it was a part of the character though. That was what uh, encouraged him or pushed him into uh, uh, getting mad and, and and defending himself or defending the team. What and, a fun role for that woman to play, though. Yeah. She got to, she got to be peacemaker. She got to be Harley. Everybody. She, she got, got to be Starro. She got to be Starro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's, it, yeah, that is funny. And that's, that's so, it's such an interesting thing. But again, it was a good cue though. It was something different. Um, it was a good way to, to tell the story because you could see how frustrated he got and, and what have you. So, I mean, why not? And she, she's now a, a major star. She may have not, have, I don't, I don't know who that actress was. I don't know either. Maybe that was her first and only show. She's like, yes, I'll do it. I could, I, you, you could tell as you watched her though, that this was the mother that just put him through hell. Like her characterization of that, of that person was done so well without a single spoken line. Yeah. She may have, she may have said something, but I don't think she said too, too much. It was all just like action. And yeah, it was just replacement. Right. So right. he's looking and then he snaps and sees mommy dearest. <laughs> so anyways, uh, that that's kind of, I, I think that that kind of wraps up, up our spec. Okay. With, one more uh, thing on suicide. Oh my squad. Jesus. Just kidding. I was, that was a joke. I, was, um, I made a joke and I was joking. So I, I would say that we both think that there is a future beyond peacemaker. I hope so. Okay. I'm, peacemaker is going to be great though. I'm very yes. excited about that. Yeah, I am too. And I guess the story with that too, has been noted that it, it's different than the suicide squad. It is not the peacemaker that you've seen in the suicide squad. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but it's a thing. It was Man, stated by what, Mr. James Gunn. What fun for John Cena when he's not bowing down to the Chinese government. <laughs> yeah. Well, just think, I mean, just think of like, he, he's been in some decent movies. Right. You know, but nothing to where he is. He is a mainstay character like this. Yeah. This has got to probably be his biggest one yet. I'd imagine. It, it has to be. I mean, yeah, he was in, I was trying to think he was in daddy's home or whatever, but that was like a, very small piece. He's been in several other movies, but like this is a mainstay piece to where it was like, dude, right. you, you got a big role, a big part in the movie. I mean, like he was in the movie more. I thought he was going to be. Yeah. And so is Idris Elba. And I'm like, fuck yes, this is what it should be. Yep. And, and Rick flag too. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember that guy's name off the top of my head, but I like that actor as well. But I felt like, holy shit, he's really in this and his lines were good and, and everything else. So for peacemaker, you know, we'll see. So beyond peacemaker though, we're hoping for additional Suicide Squad characters to develop. I'm not. I'm not so much interested in like another rendition of Harley Quinn. Um, beyond her being a side character in another show. I mean, because that's what she was originally in the Batman animated yeah. series. Like she was a side character. Uh, and and not to say that Harley Quinn can't run her own show. Um, I'm not really interested in that story right now. A blood sports story I'd be interested in. A King Shark story I'd be interested in. 
Oh, you a, could do a rat catcher. A rat catcher yeah, gonna, would yeah. be really good. Yeah. Well, they'll probably merge two characters because maybe they'll do a rat catcher and King Shark video together. Dude, that would be awesome. They had really good chemistry. I mean, this video. animated, this giant animated <laughs> shark and this uh, gal yeah. uh, who played rat catcher too. I mean, that's a two for one too. Throw both characters in and see what I'd happens. I'd watch the shit out of that. Yeah. So anyways, a lot of potential there with uh, the DCU, DCEU, which is great. We right. do we do have Shang Chi coming in a quickness. Oh yeah, it's coming. The, quick, the, the premiere has been a wild success. Um, I I didn't catch any details, and I don't want to. I think that most people have been respectful enough not to spoil the shit out of it yet. When is this going up? This podcast twenty seventh. We said no. I think it's the thirtieth. The thirtieth. Okay, yeah. so this podcast will go up. Before three, three days before before Shang Chi, so yep. looking into the future, are we getting another Shang Chi trailer, or, or have we? Had no, one? no, no. This Shang Chi it? trailers are done. Okay. Yeah. okay, they're they're on blast right now. I heard a couple of people say, "I haven't seen much for Shang Chi." I'm like, Jesus, like go on to social media. I'm getting <laughs> blasted by IG. No, that was we we got the final a few weeks ago. Well, they're probably under like embargo right now. The people that saw it and stuff, they can't. I'd imagine say too much stuff about it right now. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Probably you're probably right. They probably signed some views. kind of. They're saying some it's kind good. Of, yeah, I'm sure they they had to sign a waiver or something saying you can't disclose the story plot or characters or what have you. But fucking knowing that, I wish I got to see it. I, know, I mean, me too. I'm just saying. I mean, I wish I got to see. It. There's so much going on in there. So we have, uh, we have. I almost said the Mandalorian, the Mandarin. <laughs> What if we found out that the Mandarin is the Mandalorian in the future multiverse that Marvel? A lot of people <laughs> want a Star Wars MCU crossover. I'm like, sure. there's, yeah, they a, want, dude, there's they want a huge everything. contingent of they, people <laughs> online that would like, we need, you know, now that this Disney is bullshit. I know this is bullshit. Where's Jabba the Hutt versus <laughs> the thing? But you know, you know, they want that. They want a, a massively combined universe. But at the same time, they want to criticize every loophole or every inconsistency in those, you know, they're like, oh, that's impossible. Because at this point in time, he was over here in this solar system and uh, it's not possible for him to to have been involved in that fight with the Dark Phoenix. Yeah. Like, it's not possible. Yeah. Well, uh, whatever. <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens because there, there's rumors of the possibility of a DC Marvel crossover in the future. That's been talked That'd about. That'd be so sick. Yeah. So anyways, we have Shang-Chi coming. So we have actual, the character Shang-Chi. We've got the Mandarin. C- we, Simu, Simu Lee. Is that his name? I can't the remember actor? what his name is. And then Aquafina's is in it as well. Yep. Um, we've got. The Abomination, mm-hmm. Wong. We have, who else do we got? The Water Dragon, which may or may not be Fing Fang Foom. We're not sure. Well, I, the people that, the, I do too. I do too. Um, and then there's a lot of characters that are just straight speculation. Um, I'm still not 100% sure when this time is because we're going to get to Eternals here in a minute, but we that the time was told in the last trailer of when that right. when that has taken place but shang chi were not at least i'm not sure is that pre-snap post-snap yeah i don't know because it makes it does make uh it it's pretty important right now given given uh the shows well i mean it could uh it could be because there's a five-year gap and I've said for a long time that they need to make more Marvel movies that happened in that five-year gap, um, which it would be tough to do because if you establish heroes in a five-year gap before a final battle at Endgame with Thanos, then you would think those heroes would logically have shown up for that final battle <laughs> with Thanos, right? right. So, uh, I mean, I guess it'd be hard to do if you established heroes. But if you use characters like Wong, who... You know, Doctor Strange has disappeared. Maybe he's the acting Sorcerer Supreme in, mm. in his stead. Maybe he's the the Sorcerer Supreme uh, in the interim. And that's why he gets roped into a cage fight with a belt. I'm not. Well, Wong's supposed to be a badass. 
Like he, he, he is a badass. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and to have him go against abomination or whatever's happened, because we still don't really know. We just know right. that the abomination hits him against the fence in this cage. just like badass. But looking was he arena. hitting him or was he hitting Shang-Chi? That was Wong. Wong's oh, the one okay. that flew into the fence. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's where he was identified. And it was confirmed by Kevin Feige. That was the whole thing. Cause for like two weeks, everybody was like, was that Wong? Was that Wong? Because the sequence um, that confuses you is because next you see Chang Chi with a shirt off. What happened to your shirt? I don't know, <laughs> but here I am. So anyways, th- this is unique because there's, there's reintroductions of some characters. Uh-huh. Um, but the story arc is more of the martial arts. And, and again, I've heard people talk about this, like martial arts, there's been martial. No, there's been no heavily focused martial arts. Uh, MCU movie. Right. Like, I don't care what you say. There is not one. Yes. They're spies. Yes. They're super soldiers, Mm -hmm. but those are not martial art experts. They are injected. They, they are trained to fight, but this is martial arts at its finest. Like this is the deep, the deep. What? Uh, no, I was just thinking, you think this is going to be like, cause iron fist tried. Iron Fist tried to yeah. do martial arts. Oh, and on there's Netflix. spec on that too. The big spec that Iron Fist is going to be in this. Not that character, not the one we saw, but people believe that this is going to reintroduce him. This could be the reintroduction because it, there's a lot of people thinking that the defenders are coming back. Uh, you know, I would, I hope most of them do. <laughs> not Danny Rand, though. Not, at least not the actor that played him and the way that he played him. And, I, you know, I don't think it was so much against that actor, but the writing for that no, it was, show. It was weak, dude. It was bad. The choreography for a a primarily martial artist focused show was not good choreography. Yeah. And he never used his power or he no. used it like once or twice. And like, you don't make a superhero show where you don't show me the superhero, man. Like, right. I don't want to see that shit. Yeah. Um. So I wouldn't be against like them bringing back that character, but. I don't know, bring him back in a way that actually shows that he has a super chakra powered fist that he fights a with. A powered fist. Yes. <laughs> an iron fist yeah, or, or iron something. Fist, or something Some like, metallic right. type of fist. Well, normally it's like fire, but uh, uh, right. that's just how they show it in the comics. But so immortal, not to go. Yeah. The immortal iron fist comic books have been going through the roof because there is speculation that, Hey, this could be his introduction in because they played in the world together, right? In their, in the comic runs, they played together. So Chang Chi iron fist, because again, it was this like martial arts arena, super, superhuman martial arts kind of thing going on over there, which I think is pretty fucking cool because I feel like it is different. It isn't just super powers. Because I think there's a misconception of martial arts versus superpowers and to have the the culture that Shang-Chi has, because that is the story. His dad, right, uh, the Mandarin, has the Ten Rings or had the Ten Rings and used it for evil. And he tried to get away, or he did get away, um, and was raised somewhere else. And then he's suckered back in um, and I believe has to confront his dad while trying to harness his powers. And that's that's the broad stroke of what I believe the story is going to be. So obviously we haven't seen the movie yet no. because Culture Jack doesn't get invited to uh, red carpet premieres yet. yet. Uh, <laughs> so a- anyone with a contact over there at Disney or, or uh, you know, knows Kevin Feige, please let him know that we're interested. Um, but in the comic books now, uh, you are much deeper in the comic book stuff than I am, but. I do read the online wikis sometimes and I do see, you know, memes and tidbits and stuff. It's my understanding that the 10 rings in the comic books were more akin to how the infinity stones were portrayed in the MCU. Whereas you have one ring that controls illusion and one ring that controls like influences people. Uh, One you like all the rings have different powers and they were real rings too. And they were rings on finger finger rings, not, bracelets and i and i i read somewhere that you know the the reason that they made them the like the the bracelets on the arm 
is to separate them more from the aesthetic of the infinity gauntlet, you know, which is a good idea, which is a good idea. You know, you want that. You don't want them to go, Oh, your aesthetic is only, you know, superpowered people have shiny thing. It's the same or God forbid the Mandarin or whoever is wearing 10, what uh, Super Bowl size rings on his uh, on his fingers. <laughs> you know what I mean? This one is this. I mean, it would be funny. It's like you remember in uh, the old Disney animated um, Robin Hood. You remember mm-hmm. that, you know, King, Prince John. Yeah. He's got all the rings on his finger yeah. and uh, little John or he kisses him off and steals his, yeah. steals his jewels. Anyway, um, do you think that these rings, because in the previews that we've seen, in the trailers that we've seen so far, they have just been used as like a kinetic force that rocket off of a person's arm, you know. And they're you, they're actually used and utilized as right. opposed to being a static item that projects or right. gives so ability. Do you think that these rings, though, in addition to being used in this kinetic way that they've portrayed in the trailers, are going to be used like they're going to have unique powers to them as well? Because it looks like in the trailers... Uh, Shang-Chi at one point gets a hold of some of them and Mandarin has a hold of some of them. And they're like, they've the got blue, an energy the battling. Orange with, battle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I think so. I think it's going to be more, uh, if I was to guess, and it, it has to be because the, the, the comic books, it's most of the time, actually all of the time, they take pieces and parts from the comic books to, to build these. They'll, they'll take a right. character from uh, like Shang-Chi came from Masters of Kung Fu 14. And then they're going to merge that with, uh, tales of suspense, whatever it is, 91 or whatever it was where uh-huh. abomination is like, there's no, like there wasn't a comic book with all this shit shoved together. Mandarin's been around for a very long time, right. Doing different things. Uh, traditionally like an older Asian man with rings and a robe, you know I mean? So I don't know. I'm thinking that it's going to have to do something with like, you get these rings and maybe each ring has a different, uh, a different ability, but it depends on uh, the type of person you are. So oh, if you're a traditional, gotcha. yeah, if you're, if you're a, what evil, your heart says, right. If you're an evil person, then you're going to gain this ability and it's going to allow you to do these things. Now, if you're a pure, if you are a pure, a pure of heart, you will get this, this ability, something like that. I would be, that would be my, my guess because seeing the blue and then the orange and something has to influence that. Um, and maybe it's the rings itself, but I'm interested to see because you're right. We we only saw a them being used in almost a physical way, right, 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 as opposed to like a a uh, special power or or them gaining abilities, like what we saw with Thanos, where he got this stone, now he can do this. He got this, now he can do that. We didn't see that, but we also didn't see the fucking movie. I mean, it's a commercial. They threw right. so much in that commercial. That I was like, good Lord, man. And that's not even all of it. So at, at, at the end of the movie, at the end of uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, Shang-Chi will be victorious, right? I mean, that, most likely. As far as we know. Right, right, right. right. So, so uh, let's make some wild uh, conjecture here. The Ten Rings, at the end when he has defeated the man- Mandarin, are the Ten Rings going, this is your, these are your multi-choice uh, okay. answers here, right? <laughs> are they going to be A, destroyed? Is Shang-Chi going to keep the Ten Rings and use them as his, you know, part of his superpower set? Or C, are they going to lock the Ten Rings away to to protect them from, you know, villainous use again? The A, B, or C, what do you think? Can we do D and they're going to use them as the Olympic rings <laughs> <laughs> moving forward? Like, and, that's, and that is where the Olympic rings came from. Shang-Chi. Rings, ten Rings? I don't, I don't know. know. Um... I'm I'm saying he's going to have the rings. You're I saying think that, that's going to be his yeah. Super. I mean, because that's going to be weak unless they're just going to end the series. Because I think that's too weak. Let's lock him up. It's like, dude, I finally got my powers. Like, does Shang Chi have additional powers beyond martial arts? Kung I don't know how they're going to tell it though, dude. Because again, this is a different. Like, I don't know what avenue they're going to go with with this character, right? Because this is this story again isn't like a traditional story arc. So I don't know. He's a master of martial arts. He should have additional powers, yes. Um, and in fact, I think they mentioned that even in the trailer. I think there was a mention of once you get your powers or some shit, you'll, you know, we we need you back, or I've been after you or something. So I think yes, he has additional powers, but they're just dramatically enhanced with the ring. So I don't see any reason why he would lose 
the rings and then they're trying to tell some other story. I think if I was guessing um, Shang-Chi and whatever, what other characters, because we know the abomination is going to She-Hulk. We already know that. Right. Uh, we know that Wong is going to be in the multiverse of madness. Um, and we don't know some of the other characters at this point. So Shang-Chi, there's no reason that they would just like end his, end his run. He's a young actor. Um, story looks super cool. So why not keep him around? And whether that's in another independent movie or is it, he is a guest or, or a partnership in a different movie. Oh no, they're definitely going to, he's going to be one of the new Avengers. I'm sure uh, at some point, but I just, I, I just want to, man, I just want to see the movie one. Uh, uh, no, no, I'm with you, dude. I'm with you a hundred percent, a hundred percent. I love the new IPs. I love seeing the new stuff. Um, The uh, water dragon or Fing Fang Foom potentially. That excites me so much, much for the same reason that Starro is exciting, is comic book movies of the early 2000s. The I'm talking your X-Men's, I'm talking your Spider-Man's, uh, and even early MCU movies. Everything has to be so grounded, and there has to be a, a pseudo-scientific explanation for it. They, oh, yeah, this is the reason that this does this, this because this is having this reaction over here, and that's why it does this. As fake a science as it was, they still tried to make it grounded in reality as a science. As, you know, Dr. Strange started hitting the scene and WandaVision earlier this year, we're getting more of these fantastic elements. Uh, and I think that's one thing that you can you can make a grounded martial arts movie. But if you have like comic book lore ahead of it that you can draw from that has a gigantic dragon that fights Iron Man. Why the fuck aren't you using it? You can make a martial arts movie out of anything, but bring the dragon in, bring the, bring the giant starfish in. And that's, I don't know. That's, that's what I like about the potential inclusion of this famous enemy, though. I wish they would have, you know, introduced him sooner for, uh, for fighting Iron Man and being one of his rogues, I guess you could say. Yeah, it, it it would be the first mythical, like full born mythical creature on Earth, if that's where we're at in this show. I'm assuming right. we're on Earth, but most likely, yeah. Um, I I think that that would be that could be incredible. I was trying to find it; might have gotten taken off of here. One second, I'm skimming through here. I think trying to did. find the bootleg copy of no, because Fing Fing Foom. Uh, let me look at this real quick. Was hold on, thing, thing, boom, fuck, <laughs> thing, thing, boom, fuck. <laughs> that's a different show altogether, man. That's a um, there that's is. your OnlyFans. Yeah, because thing, thing, boom originally was actually just in Strange Tales, dude. That's where that's where he started. So. Now, what's Strange Tales? That was just a, it was a spinoff book by Marvel. Oh. Strange Tales, Astonishing Tales. They did a bunch of those. Gotcha. A bunch of those books. And I mean, it's a little old. 1961 <laughs> is when he made his first appearance. So, and he was created by Stanley and Jack Kirby, the the duo from the past. And, and he has had a lot of other appearances, publication history. Let's just see. Uh, blah, blah, blah. It's just, it's super interesting because I think if it is what we think it is and he's introduced to it, then awesome. We have a fucking dragon. Now it could be some, one of those things where it's like, it's the dragon in the water. And then you go and he has to go see him as a part of his journey. Oh, so, so you're thinking it could be like a, like a metaphysical dragon. Like it could be, uh. It could be. If they did that, I'd be so disappointed. Could, I wouldn't put it past him, though, dude. I I just wouldn't. Well, the dragon go in Iron find, Fist. Go find the journey. You remember, you remember that dragon, right? In Iron Fist on Netflix. Granted. Vaguely. The, yeah. yeah, the Netflix. Uh, I don't even think I finished the second season of Iron Fist. But they were like, oh, yeah, I you know, I got my power because I went to a cave and I talked to a dragon. And I got my power because I went to a cave and I talked to a dragon. You, you guys know. 
that I actually talked to a dragon in a cave one time. That's how I got my power. You know, this power comes from a dragon in a cave. They never show the dragon in the cave. Like, or really his powers other than he was, it was Kung Fu. It's like, you're someone's no, bullshit. No, about you no, seeing that fucking dragon, no. bruh. If he, <laughs> bruh, if he got mad, I don't think you his saw fists glowed. Uh, they stopped glowing when he started fighting, but you know, they, they glowed for yeah. a minute. Yeah. It's like a, know. like a wild animal with his hackles <laughs> on, the, on the back of his neck. Anyway. So, so Shang Chi though, I feel like could have perfect timing, introducing new characters, bringing back some of the old characters or, yeah, bringing back a couple of old characters. Uh, the biggest one being Abomination, because ever, for all intents and purposes, we thought Tim Roth and Abomination were gone forever. Right. Um, and then they updated Abomination to what he really should look like instead of like a mutated Hulk or a, a burned Hulk or whatever you want to call him. So um, that's coming soon, September 3rd. Uh, you going to theater to see it? God Probably. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> what day of the week is that? Is that a Friday? Probably. Listen, Friday. I'm not like super stoked about going out with big crowds again, but I did call my local theater. Well, I called the theater up in uh, Kenai mm-hmm. and I was like, Hey, um, you catching that Shang-Chi? <laughs> no, I didn't say that. I was, cause we were actually considering going to free guy. Uh, and I was like, what kind of, what, what, what's your like, sanitation protocols and so like you oh, guys shit, are you, you were, well yeah i was you know i want to know like if they were serious about yeah. it or if they were just like okay everyone back in the theater sit next to a bunch of people you don't yeah. know let them cough on you uh and the a lot of things you know they're like you know you have to see sit three feet away or three seats away from anyone else you Jesus. know you're wearing a mask when you're in the public areas um we sanitize between things you know and uh it, it, and then you can also rent out the theater if you want for 150 bucks or something. Yeah. I think our theater up, up North is actually, no, I think you're the Kenai theater in the theater in Wasilla is owned by the same people now. Is it coming attractions theater cat? Theaters? I think, I yeah, think yeah, so. That's, it used uh, to be regal. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it's, uh, those are cat theaters and they do the same thing. You can rent it out for 150 bucks. I mean, shit, if you had your whole family, Right. 150 bucks may not be a bad idea like or a couple other families like yeah. you know you, or yeah you can bring in a couple of buddies yeah. for the cost though because 150 how much is a movie taking out 12 bucks right so 12 bucks if there's five of you or four of you you yep. know 24 48 bucks is 50 bucks uh so you'd pay 100 over but dude it's not just the sanitation part no cell phones no yelling right no crying and if, you know, my children are crying or yelling, then, you know, we're not or, interrupting or, someone else's experience. That's that's right, too. And actually, that's an even better thought because it's like, hey, I want to go to the theater. Um, like in my case, I, I can't bring my little dude yet because he's too he's uh, he's not too small. I just don't know that he's going to want to pay attention. He's, he's going to be like, he's not going to stay interested. No, in no. He's going to be like cell phone, <laughs> cell phone, iPad, Minecraft. IPad. Right. And I'm like, I can't do that, dude. We're in the theater. And. I, you'd be okay with doing it in that instance. Like finally get to watch this movie. So that's a, a good point. So I would say I'm with you. I'm probably going to try to go to the theater. Yeah. Um, I, I gotta tell you, I did enjoy the simultaneous release for black widow, uh, Disney plus. It was nice. <laughs> it was nice to take it in at, at home. Yeah. I, I mean, I know these things are better in the theater experience, but if I have, we, we talked about yeah. this last time we got together. Uh, if I have an opportunity to stay home and watch the same thing that I'd otherwise have to go to the theater and watch most movies I'd probably take in at home, except for, you know, like real big budget effect driven uh, movies like a, like a water world or a, uh avatar or something like that. Those, those kind of cultural experiences that are just best in the theater. Yeah. Especially like IMAX too, for some of that stuff too. You got an IMAX, a Jurassic Park's a good one. Avatar's a good one. Anything with a large amount of visual effects that is, that is very consistent. Uh, Yeah, I I agree. Mad Max. Mad Bowl. I would have loved those. That would have been a good one. Yeah, that would have been a good one. Yeah. That's a good, that's, that's very good. So we'll have to see where it goes. We did just see the new Eternals trailer. Yeah. So let's, let's, let's chop that up. And then uh, we'll probably continue part of this uh, conversation because I think there's a lot left on this plate in in, uh, our next uh, joint, joint episode, but let's talk about the Eternals. 
Holy shit. Here we go. It's been, it's, it's been something I've been bitching about <laughs> for a hot minute here. Cause it's like, where's the eternal trailer? Yeah. Yesterday you told me yeah. you're like, you're like, I wish they'd drop another eternal trailer. Yeah. Well, cause there's, and then there, here it was right. But there's a method to the madness and it's easy. It's fairly easy to see what's going on with the movie because they always do the teaser, the first trailer, and then they do an expansive trailer where they're giving you more. And then they'll do generally, generally it's either a promo trailer from that point where they're including just bullshit or they're heading into the final trailer. So normally it's three to four trailers per movie, depending on the length. And when we saw the first one, it was like, okay, teaser. Second one was the introduction to the character kind of, and then it's okay. Where's the third one? The movie's coming soon. Like you got to give us something. And with the dramatic delay in it, it was like, uh, it, she's changed. Shang Chi just did that too, to where we didn't, we didn't get all the pieces glued together until the last trailer for Chang Chi. And you're like, Oh shit. Right. We got the fucking dragon. We got the fucking ring fight. We got all those things in that last trailer enough to kind of push you over and say, get your ass to the theater. And so <laughs> I feel like uh, the Eternals, we may get one more trailer, but I'm thinking this is the last trailer for it. Actually we, we might because there's still a bit of time, but I don't know. So, and, and this is, probably probably warrant a different podcast altogether talking about delays but the it'd be interesting and i'm sure people have done it where they've mapped out uh, a movie's release date and the trailers that have come before the movie and then you know have a pretty good idea about okay it's three months out from the movie we're about to get a second trailer or it's one month out of the movie you know disney typically drops a, a promo you know on um uh, 30, 36 days before the movie or whatever it is. Right, right, right. Oh, yeah. sure, sure. I, I mean, I, I think right now, specifically with like this pandemic and the way that it's kind of upended theaters and movie productions and schedules, it'd be harder to do that, um, especially with like Venom uh, with its trailer being delayed. Or you said they got a new date, right? Yeah, that's that's what I just heard. Yeah, I got to rewatch it. We got to see if we can find that video. Yeah, yeah. Someone someone just said that a couple of days ago on a podcast I was listening to, saying, "Hey, you know, there was no no a date on the last trailer. They just put out an updated trailer with a date of October." Right, because that's what we picked that up uh, immediately when we saw that last trailer. Yeah, because it was like, like, "Wait, wait, wait, where is it?" Because excuse me, this fall you were in (laughs) September, sir. Yes, exactly. Well, and you have to be keen on those things if you care. I mean, like if you care, some people don't care, but like for me, for you, it's like, wait, wait, wait. When am I going to see this? Uh, yeah, excuse me. This fall or 2022. Dude, wait a second. That movie looks so good too. It does. Well, we'll go into, uh, so we'll break this into a two-part a, a two part uh, session here because I, I want to talk about Venom. I want to talk about Moon Knight. Okay. Possibilities of She-Hulk, Hawkeye. But right now you want to talk about Eternals. Let, let's talk You're about like, Eternals. Stay focused. Dustin. Yeah. Let's, well, let's let's dive into Eternals and then we'll we'll probably wrap this one up because we're we're getting getting a little a little long um, on this one, but. <laughs> So the new Eternals trailer dropped and this was the first time that they showed the team's powers and them actually doing and the deviants. Yes. And the deviants. I think. Yeah, they did. Those creatures. I know, but I think it's the the first time. It is. No, it is. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Cause the first, if I recall the first trailer was just like a, it was almost like a a commercial for gladiators. What it reminded me of to where it's got like the fields. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They were showing up and the, the, the spiritual singing and then the hair blowing on all the characters. And you're like, where is, is Maximus or Aurelius going to come And <laughs> And, uh, anyways, yeah, we didn't get much this one. Um, well, I, I take that back. The first one we didn't get much. The second one, we started to get a little bit of stuff, but we still didn't get powers. So we didn't get the deviants. Right. This one. They put it all out there, dude. Like you're right. seeing fucking dude blazer eye people. You're seeing yep. dude fucking turn a bus or some shit into pedals. You're seeing. <laughs> uh, he did. What about all those people on that bus? Did he fucking vaporize them? No, they're pedals now. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I know. The but- rose petals now. They're in a better place. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's a good question. Dude, cause like, okay, it's cool did. guys. I just turned them into pedals, dude. Like, he did save that one person, uh, from, Oh, a- I think actually, I think the bus was sliding upside down, dude. Like it was an old shitty bus, not like an active. There's no people in that bus. I'm going to guess there wasn't. 
it's that's it's a like, funny thing to tie yourself to <laughs> out of the gate. You're like, my only concern with that fucking trailer <laughs> was that bus had the, occupants. The, the loss of innocent lives in this in this trailer was too high. Was it by the deviants? No, it was one of the inter- Eternals. In fact, uh, yeah, who turned the an Black Knight? Bus wasn't it? Full. Wasn't that Kit Harrington? That was a Black Knight. I think. Yeah, maybe. I'm pretty sure. Well, we so, have to watch it again. Yeah, we we will watch it again. So, anyways. For this trailer, though, now, and I have been excited for the show. I just was uncertain of like, what are they going to do? I feel like they answered a lot of my questions from a trailer perspective, not watching the video with all of the visual effects and with seeing them interact with their powers, seeing the deviants and the the characters and the creatures still a little bit unclear of, of what exactly is going on, which is good though. I'm fine with that. Cause it's like, tell the fucking story in the movie. Great. But now I am genuinely excited because of seeing action and because of seeing just everything. Well, the, they answered one of the questions that a lot of people had like right out the gate when they talked about, uh, Thanos and people were like, well, if the Eternals have been here forever, why didn't they help out with Thanos? Why didn't they help fight him? And, whether it's a real strong justification as to why they didn't or not, you know, they said, Hey, look, we were told not to interfere, uh, except for fighting these deviants. And then I've also seen some people say, well, hold on. Thanos is a celestial with a deviant gene, but you got to remember that's Thanos from the comics. They never said anything like that in, uh, the MCU, but keep in mind also what uh Kang said in Loki this that was supposed to happen right and so and we don't know where the celestial like I don't know especially you know as I mentioned earlier where it's like you got the comics but these things it's not they're they're not mirror images right. of the comics or the characters yes they represent each other to some degree but the depictions and the abilities and stories are different so the interesting thing about that specific thing, though, is is we don't know, like, who's telling these guys to do what. Well, they also showed Celestials yeah. in, the, in the trailer. So that's awesome. Like, yep. And then they said, what, what did they say? They said something about uh, the emergence, you know, because of, the, seven because of the snap, a result of that is the emergence. So it sounds like this is going to take place. Uh, seven days within seven days after uh, Tony Stark's snap to bring everyone back to the world. That's what it sounds Poss- like. Possibly. Right. Cause or, we don't, we don't know. Cause they just know. said, yeah, yeah the they just said, they thing. just said, we've got seven days and then you see uh, what looks to be like asteroids or something hitting the earth and then massive tsunamis and right. shit. And so we're not sure that's unclear, which is okay. I mean, that's the story, right? I mean, Gets you we're excited, gonna, makes you think, right. We're going to figure this out. Um, and we're going to see what's, what's going on with it. But <laughs> you, <laughs> you, it sounded like, uh, you were a father and delivering some tragic news <laughs> to a family. You're like, Hey, look guys, I know this is rough right now, but we're going to figure this That's out. Right. <laughs> and, that, and to the culture jack family, we just want to say, Hey guys, we're going to figure this out in November when it comes out. We're going to figure it out then. In the meantime, prepare, watch Shang Chi, check out the Eternals. Um, I'm genuinely excited, uh, even a lot more so than what I was previously. Previously, I was like, I like it. I like the actors because I feel like, and I, I think I mentioned this before in the podcast, the Eternals is one of the most stacked fucking casts. That we've seen today. Yeah, for sure. You know, aside from an Avengers movie. It's got Angelina Jolie. It's got uh, Kumali. Gosh, I can't remember his name. Um, Kid Harrington. It's got. He's the the Game of Thrones guy. Yeah, and it's got the other Game of Thrones guy. Who? What do you mean who? The guy with the streak of gray? That's Kid Harrington's. I mean, who? That was was, uh, the real Stark brother. Who gets slain in Game of Thrones when he was he was going to be or he was king? Oh, Rob. Yeah, Rob, Stark. Rob Stark's in it. Yeah, what? he's the leader. He's the guy with the laser eyes, dude. Come on, come on, dude. I didn't you didn't recognize realize him at all. He, he looks the same, other than he's got a gray streak in his hair, <laughs> dude. Come on, you man. sure he didn't have on like prosthetics on his face that I would I'm absolutely positive. He's like a Klingon. A Klingon. Oh I don't know what show you were watching. The crossover I want to see. I don't know. 
Oh my! People goodness. out here like Disney owns Star Wars and the MCU. They need to cross those things over. And I'm like, yeah, but what about Star, Star Trek? Trek? What are we doing, boys? Make it so. That's a Paramount IP, right? Star Trek is, I think. So we'll get Mission Impossible. Are you getting with Paramount Klingons? Plus? I've gotten it, and I, and I canceled it after I watched the shows I wanted to. <laughs> Dude, South Park. I don't. I'm not a huge. I haven't been big into South Park since. I, I was know, a kid, but, but Matt Stone and Trey Parker. They made that deal with Paramount oh, Plus. Right. right. $900 million for, I think it's 19 or 20 movies and three more seasons of South Park. Yeah. That's going to wrap their careers, I bet. Dude. Oh, my gosh. That's I, just going to. I hope. I, I I know you're not a South Park fan, but I hope that show goes on forever. Um, Not, obviously not Matt Stone and Trey Parker. Uh, I, I hope they have been. Training up protégés, hitting a replacement. You know, just people with the same vision for the show. That it, I don't think that's possible, dude. I, I, I don't know, think that's I know. possible. They're so talented. They do like all of the they voices are. for the show. They, well, they do the voices, the the way that they approach things, the way that they do things. It's their their IP, clearly, right? And and uh, to be the creator. Uh, from the ground floor and to do all the shit and, and not only to do all the stuff, but to be drugged through the dirt on so many things, especially early in their career. Oh, yeah. Um, that level of experience and, and the ability to do what they're doing. I mean, I don't know how they could, I think, like I said, I think that that's going to be their, that's their career. I mean, they're going to wrap their, something. yeah, well, they're going to, th- that that's the end of their career. That's retirement dude is like, why not? And if well, they want to do whatever they, they could literally do whatever they fucking want beyond that point. How many I, and how many movies have they had? They've just had the one, right? But you're uh, longer than uncut. I think so. Well, they also did that uh, the non the non uh, uh, movies too. The non South Park movies. Well, right, like basketball and basketball, uh, Team America, Team and stuff America, like that. yeah. And then there was that. Speaking of America, uh-huh. I know we're getting way away yeah, from the Eternals. <clears throat> But have you seen America the Motion Picture? No, I gotta watch it. My wife's not. I know. I know exactly oh what. God. I know exactly what you're talking about. I gotta. I gotta select the times I watch cartoons like that. But I will watch it. Gotcha. Absolutely. We'll watch it tonight. Okay, that sounds good. <laughs> no, that sounds good to me. I like. I, I wanted to see it. It's been on my. It's been on my watch list. I just haven't oh, made it yeah. that far. So. Oh, dude, it's. You know, I think I'm going to tell my children it's the true history of America. Oh, my goodness. Like, this is how it actually got started. Get your education here. All right, children, get your notepads out and take notes. Here's history class. Um, So so back to the Eternals, though. Tell me. November is now the new date. So that's going to butt up against Spider-Man if Spider-Man stays true to December. Spider-Man's supposed to be December? Correct. I think it's like December 16th. Hmm. Or was, <laughs> let me see, it was December 16th. Man, people were upset they did not get a Spider-Man No Way no. Home trailer on Spider-Man Day. So, I think it's good timing. If if Eternal stays, though, to November, because we've got a lot of stuff, we're going to go into some of this other stuff, like I said, in, a, in maybe the next joint episode that we have, because there's just so much to talk about the fall, the remainder of the fall of 2021 and then right. we, we got to dive into the start of 2022 because dr hot, strange hot damn dr strange batman morbius morbius and we didn't even get the uh or we didn't take the opportunity to talk about venom in this episode we can kick the next joint effort all right venom. all right all right so, we'll talk about venom then so uh to recap and close shang chi is a theater goer right yeah yep and it's getting very positive reviews yep which is awesome. I'm very excited about Zhang Chi. Yep. And then we've got Eternals. I'm I would go to the theater for that depending on what's going on pandemically. <laughs> Cuz who the fuck knows? Pandemically. In the in the pandemic, like I don't know what I'm, what I'm that's going to be. I'm going to use that. I'm going to use that from now on. I'm gonna, I'm going to tell my wife. I'm going to go to the store pandemically. <laughs> hey, do you guys want do you guys want dinner pandemically? Yep, yep. It's uh, we'll, we'll see what happens at that point. Shang Chi's so close that I'm, I'm confident I should be, able, I, I, I can make that happen, but yeah, I don't know what the fuck's going to be going on. Well, and it's got a shorter release window too. Like it's got the 45 day release window mm-hmm. where, you know, obviously black widow was same day previous to the pandemic. It was a 90 day window right. in theaters before it was allowed to be uh, streamed. 
and I, well, I think it was a 90 day window before they would do Blu-ray and DVD and then probably another month or two before they would put it on their streamer typically before the pre pre pandemic. So we'd probably be, Oh, it was longer. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, three way, or four months. Yes. Before well, no, Disney plus uh, the way, the way they, the way that it was working pre pandemic was, uh, a, they weren't releasing these, right? Like you just said, right. like they weren't releasing them on the streamers. What they would do is um, the window though, for digital. So you could still buy it as opposed to buying the DVD. Those movies you were generally a couple of weeks before the DVD release. And I've right. bought in a shitload, like on Apple TV or on whatever, whatever platform. Then the DVD comes out or Blu-ray. And then, dude, it depends. I mean, some of those movies, it would be six months or a year until you'd get it on the platform. That's the old way. Now we're, we're obviously seeing that thing like, right. get that plan the fuck out of here because we got to get some content on the, uh, on, on the, the uh, books streamer. here. Yeah. So. Well, I'm. I, like I said, I liked that Black Widow was released simultaneously. I paid the $30 premium fee. I, I paid did, again. I did too. Like, I, I mean, and we talked about theater cost. You know, we just said for four people going to the theater, you're going to spend $50 right out of the gate. So $30 at home to see not only well, the who comfort gives of a, your- but, but that is such a bad, ar- I feel like that that's such a Why? shit argument. Uh, no, as far as like, it's $30 for the movie. Dude, at your home. Right. How much is that bag of popcorn cost you that you spent six bucks for 18 packs, bro? <laughs> like, yeah, you, like 30 bucks for you and your family to sit in the comfort of your own home. I feel is a fucking steal. It is a steal. And the because when the, when they first started doing this, uh, not for all releases, not for like, you know, M- Mulan and Cruella, I wouldn't. Uh, but for a a Marvel movie on day one. I would pay $60. I'd pay double the amount. I would to, probably too. Um, don't tell Disney that though. Cause yeah, they, yeah. well, we'll, they're not going to, the they're uh, with the Scarlett Johansson stuff. That whole thing is going to change. Contracts are going to be renegotiated. They're going to figure stuff out. Yeah. And with how well Shang-Chi performs at the box office this time without being released on Disney plus, I think is going to, um, really impact the way that they release their movies going forward. Well, depending, I, I would say depending as long as our theaters don't close. Cause right. If we get to a position of our theaters closing or it looks like that, then we're going to be in some shit. I right? swear to God, if we have to wait another year for Shang-Chi, like we did black widow, I'm going to be pissed off. Yeah. Fuck me too, dude. I don't, I, I don't even want to, we won't go into that in this conversation. <laughs> we're trying to close the fucking thing. That, okay, that opened okay, a whole okay. can of, a whole can of worms. So, I think that's it. I mean, great conversation. We've Suicide got Squad. Suicide Suicide Squad. That. That's right. Uh, Char- see, see that Gigi. if you haven't seen it. A- absolutely. That, uh, absolutely. Um, and yeah. And we'll, we'll pick this up in uh, part two, which will come out at a later date. And we've got a lot of other movies and things to talk about, guys. So as always, thank you so much for tuning in to the Culture Jack podcast. If you guys have a moment, drop a comment, share the podcast, drop a review. We appreciate it. Check us out on every freaking podcast platform and almost every social media platform at culture jacked that's the one that's the winner right there guys so that's it thank you guys so much for tuning in we'll catch up with you in the next episode bye i'll miss you